let me ask you, do you move well, eat well, and sleep well? Do you feel that modern medicine is looking out for your best interest? Do you know how to take care of your body so you can stay pain-free and in the activities you love? Do you know what options you have? If not, that's a problem, and this podcast is the answer. I'm Trevor Folker, and welcome to the Green Bay Health Project Podcast. The Green Bay Health Project Podcast is sponsored by Movement, Performance, and Rehabilitation, where we help the athletes and active adults move better, perform better, stay pain-free, and in the sports and activities that they love. We do this by focusing on their movements and optimizing their mobility, stability, and strength. Your body is your greatest tool, and when you move better, you feel better, and you thrive. So head to movementgb.com, that's mvmtgb.com, to learn how we can help you stay active and pain-free for life. going on guys it's trevor with the green bay health project podcast and today we're coming with first of all our first video podcast which is super dope we got a baller on monty raymond it's going to be a badass conversation because dude is six months today post-op achilles rupture um and we thought i mean he's been like i said absolutely crushing it so what we wanted to do was talk a little bit more about uh kind of how it happened, but more so setting himself up for success because like Monty had things locked in, like you honestly had things locked in, a plan established before you ever had the surgery. And I think right. that's had a lot to do with the outcomes that you've seen. So um, first of all, before I uh, fanboy too hard on you, congrats, <laughs> congrats on crushing it. And, and uh, you know, why don't you tell us a little bit more about you know, the, the, how it happened and yeah. what the process was like leading up to surgery for you. Yeah. So, I mean, I've always been active. I've, you know, I'm still like hanging on to the, you know, the, the grade school, uh, after, you know, camaraderie, <laughs> you know, I played two sports in college. I played football and ran track and, you know, I missed the locker room more than anything. And, you know, part of, part of being an adult is you lose that unless you're playing some, you know, rec league sports where you can talk about the glory days afterwards and have a couple of beers and, and do that sort of thing. So I've been doing that for 20 years and, you know, and, and I've been very blessed uh, to avoid, you know, any major injuries up until last year. And I suppose, you know, father time probably caught up with me <laughs> a little bit, but uh, you know, at the same time, I think, you know, you try to, you try to hang on as long as you can because it makes me happy. And, you know, and, and I love my, and I love my teammates. just like, I love my college teammates, you know, the same, it's just different now because we're, none of it really actually in the end of the day matters other than it all matters, man. It does, but it doesn't, you know, it's like, there's, we're not out for trophies or I mean, we did win it, but you know, we're not out for trophies or doing anything like that. So, uh, and I play quarterback and, and um, you know, we're, this was a rec league football again, no big deal. You know, it's one of those things. And, you know, I've been doing the same thing for 20 years playing quarterback in this league. And uh, it was just, it was fluky. I, I was rolling out. I was, you know, I got, got around a guy I had, you know, had my eyes up field and I took a couple of steps to run in the end zone. Nobody was there. And, um, and it just, my Achilles snapped and it ruptured and it felt like somebody had kicked me in the back of the leg is mm. like as hard as they could. And in my mind, I already knew exactly what happened before I even hit the ground, but I had hoped I even yelled like, you know, like if, 
like anybody's ever been in a car wreck or you know mm. something catastrophic happens like time slows down to almost stopping and like eight million things flash and I, re- I can recall every single little thing like frame by frame but i remember yelling did somebody kick me mm. uh, hearing a snap i remember you telling like, me that like a bright white light and then like because like i felt like the whole shock went up my whole body and like and then it finally hit my brain it was so weird and then there was a bright white light and then i was on the ground and the guy the guy that i got around like comes over and stands over me and goes i didn't kick you bro and i said i wish you did because i knew what (laughs) happened right like i knew immediately what had happened so i got up uh hopped on my left leg uh you know like over to the bench and it was my right leg that i had, had ruptured so it was my dominant driving leg right and uh and you just start thinking about every single thing and i already had at that point reserved my reserved the fact that i was going to need surgery mm-hmm. i'd reached down touched where my achilles was supposed to be and it was just like it was soft um and some people said it was like the worst pain they've ever had like other people that i've talked to since yeah. then you know that have ruptured their achilles and they said they would never wish it on anybody to me um i don't know if it was just like you know in the moment but it was like it was awful but it wasn't it wasn't the worst pain I've ever had. And mm-hmm. also, um, you know, but it's weird because you get to that spot and like for anybody who's ever had a major injury, uh, you know, for me, I just started like thinking about all of the things immediately that I needed to do. Like I was on the bench thinking about it while my team was playing. I was still mm-hmm. kind of rooting them on and trying to coach them through and <laughs> do all that in between me, like standing up and going through the pain and then sitting back down immediately and you know, trying to figure it all out. And, you know, I thought about like, Hey, you know, I, I run a real estate team. Like what's my team going to be doing if I can't do something. So I was putting a contingency plan in place as I was sitting on the bench, like trying to figure that out. And in the meantime, and unfairly to my wife, she happened to be at the game, the one game she showed up to. <laughs> it's such and, a yeah, definitely her fault. yeah. And my niece and nephew were there and oh, a bunch of it. other people were there. So it was like, you know, and, and so one of my best friends is there and he's like, do you want me to call our doctor friend to see what you got to do? And so he calls Sergey and Sergey didn't answer. And then she, everybody's like, do you need to go to the emergency? And I have like 8 million things, like 8 million people like coming at me and right. I'm like, just give me a second. Like mm-hmm. all I needed to do was like, take a couple deep breaths, think about it. And then I'm like, nope, there's nothing the ER is going to do. It snapped. Like mm-hmm. if I go to the ER, it's going to be a big bill. Yeah. I'll deal with it in the morning. So I already had like compartmentalized that I'm going to have to sleep through this, you know, before the next day. Nope. Like I, and I'm not a, I'm not a prescription drug guy. So I'm like, no, no pain pills whatsoever. I'm like, I'll just suck it up. It's going to suck, but I'll deal with it. Right. Mm So, so that happened. And then the next day, you know, that night I made a post about, you know, this, I think I just said on Facebook, like this sucks. And then talked to like tore my Achilles and then the cool thing was, um, and, and uh, my friend Carrie uh, Gia Karras, who owns the Green Bay Glory, uh, reached out to me immediately the next day. She had done, she had ruptured hers uh, January before. And like, she was so helpful and really got the ball rolling. Like, I already knew that I was using you at that point for physical therapy, if the doctors would have let me or insurance would have let me. Mm-hmm. So I knew that was happening. But uh, Carrie had given me like all of like her tips. So she introduced me to a guy by the name of Chris Smith for Achilles rebuild. Mm-hmm. And Chris has been instrumental in just my mindset in attacking this thing. Um, I had, she had given me a specialized boot uh, that she had been wearing for, you know, the Achilles tendon, which nor, which was way better than anything I would have got from the surgeon. Um, 
you know, so I already had the boot and then I got the cool eye Walker, which is like a peg leg. Uh, and anybody, <laughs> cool. who, yeah. Anybody who has to ever wear crutches, uh, I, if you can avoid it, I mean, obviously I don't think it works for knee injuries, but you know, if you have an Achilles or maybe, you know, uh, I don't know, but like this eye walk thing was amazing. So I highly recommend the eye walk. It was really cool. Uh, you walk around like a peg leg. Um, and then, you know, I talked to you right away. And then I also talked to uh, Jackson at Midwest Pain Management as well. So I had already established my team within mm -hmm. two days of, um, you know, two days of the this. And it was just through the network, you know, as my my personal network. It wasn't anything outlandish, you know, there's people I trusted. Um, other than Chris, who I didn't know, but, mm -hmm. you know, Carrie said great things about him. So, right. and I trusted her. So that was really how it all kind of started. And, you know, the big thing I heard was from, from everybody except for uh, the surgeon's office and, you know, them was, you got to go after it right away. You have to attack it. And so that's really kind of how that started out. I was, I was hoping to get in for surgery four days after the injury, but I also had a trip to London plan <laughs> to go watch the Packers in London. And so, that didn't, uh, they didn't, they, they told me you're not going to London. And I said, no, I'm going to London. I'll do surgery after I got back. Mm -hmm. So I pushed surgery out two weeks, which, you know, I'd be maybe a little bit further along at this point, but, um, you know, I think even going to London, uh, I ditched the eye walk after a couple of days, you can still, as long as your pain tolerates it, you can still walk around in that Achilles boot I had, mm -hmm. um, for, you know, before surgery. So it was really interesting. I taught myself how to drive with my left leg. That was fun. So yeah, that was really how it led up to pre-surgery and what had happened. But I think the keys were right away, like attack it and go after it. And I'm the guy who's like super stubborn and wants to prove everybody wrong. And mm -hmm. so my goal, my goal is to be running in a month, which is completely <laughs> unrealistic, but yeah, you shoot for the, you know, you shoot for the moon and you're among yeah. stars kind of right. So right. that was really it. And you know that from, from the get go too. Yeah. No, that's, well, and that's, what's so sick about it is like, even, even hearing it again and, and how it all processed. I mean, you processed it real quick. Like it was like, Hey, this happened. But I think the, the catalyst was you didn't necessarily feel bad for yourself. Like, yeah, it's shitty and it sucks. But like, what are you going to do? What other option do you have? Right. So you, you made that post, you formulated a plan and within 48 hours, you kind of knew what you had to do and what was going to be done. And you hit the ground running, which yeah. again, like the, the better you set yourself up prior to all of that, like the better the outcomes are going to be. And you're a testimonial to that with where you're at in the rehab process. Um, but I think that's probably the biggest thing you could have done. So kudos to you for doing all that. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's exponential from what happened and, you know, and, and I probably, I don't know that I'd be anywhere close to where I am right now. If it wasn't for Carrie, maybe I would be, maybe I'm not giving myself credit, but um, like just the fact that she had told me that, um, already put in my brain, like, this is going to like, I, I'm going to be able to get through this, mm -hmm. you know, and it's, it's going to suck. I mean, you know, you hear all the stories and then as soon as you have a major, one thing I learned is as soon as you have a major injury, everybody else in the world tells you about their major injury too. <laughs> <laughs> like as soon as I'm walking around in a boot, it's like, Oh, what'd you do? I tore my Achilles. Oh yeah. Well, I had surgery on my knee like three years ago. And I'm like, yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Like. <laughs> Good for you, man. How'd you get through it? What what right. happened? You know, it's right. like try to turn around, but and then I start finding myself now doing the same thing. So mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I did that. <laughs> right. So so then obviously you you uh you had a plan going into it, into the into the surgery. And yep. uh 
I think this is where things are a lot different and people aren't as much in the know um, as it right. comes to rehabbing the Achilles. So yep. you've attacked it. I mean, you are six months post-op, you're running, you're yep. jumping, you're doing agility stuff, like that's farther down the road. But what's the process mm-hmm. been like for you from, you know, maybe changing even some of your mindsets? Obviously you knew someone who went through it who probably educated yep. you a little bit, but from, you know, the, the traditional way of treating the Achilles is very, they probably still have the boot, <laughs> but uh, that's, yeah. that hasn't been your case. So what, what's it been like going through the process afterwards? Yeah. So I still think like, you know, surgeons want to protect their work. Right. Mm-hmm. So like he did a great job, obviously it's still together. We're still, we're loading the hell out of it. It was mm-hmm. awesome, but their philosophy is a lot different. So and I think maybe this is just basically like, a, and this might just be a blanket human being thing. Like, okay, we have enough data to know you need to do X, Y, Z uh-huh. instead of catering something individually. And so when I, when I went in for surgery, like, first of all, like immediately my consultation was a little bit of a battle because mm-hmm. it was, okay, we're going to do this. And then you're going to be in a boot for four weeks and you're going to, or you're going to be in a cast for like anywhere from two to four weeks. We don't want Mm -hmm. you putting any pressure on it for up to four to six weeks. And then you're, you know, and then you're going to really kind of just slowly, gradually get into the rehab process. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, from talking with, with you, with uh, Chris, uh, and also with, with Carrie, it was like, everything I'm hearing is the exact opposite of what my surgeon is doing. And I'm mentally, I'm not going to be able to sit around for four to six weeks and like, just do that. It would fry me. It would be over. So you know, just doing enough. And then again, educating myself a little bit further. I'm like, you know, I'm not, I've never went to school for health. And all I knew was, you know, sports stuff and watching guys in the NFL and how they came back or other sports and like looking at some of their Achilles rehabs. But again, everybody's individually different. So that I think, again, it's all mental when you go in, but like, so they took, so that I went in and got the surgery on October 13th, two weeks after they go, they have you come back for the cast. And I was ready to go already. Like I was already in the gym four days after my surgery. Yeah. Obviously I'm not doing leg workouts or anything. I'm still in the eye walker walking around like a pirate in the gym, but I was so cool though. Yeah, I know. And I I went to Halloween as a pirate and I forgot, (laughs) and I forgot the eye walker that day. So, oh man. Yeah. So one time, (laughs) right. Yeah. The one time that it would have been perfectly acceptable. So anyway, so we, so we, we get into that whole, that whole scenario of okay cast my i go in for the consultation and they tear the cast off and it goes um yeah so here's what we want you to do we want you to just gradually start putting weight on it over the next two to four weeks and Mm -hmm. i'm like okay um that's not what i've been reading like i like i know i need to start putting weight on it right away Mm -hmm. but surgeon told me this so this is where Chris comes into play and really the the part where it was meant like a hundred percent mental, like let's go a hundred percent kind of thing. So I'm sitting in the same office. I was uh, actually on the same computer with Chris on my first, my first meeting with him um, after the surgery. And he goes, what did the, what did the surgeon tell you? And I go, well, he said 20%, you know, for first three days, 20% for the next few days. Uh, and you'll be, be able to start walking around in your boot within like four to six weeks and i said well that sucks you know now i'm gonna be a pirate for another four to six (laughs) weeks so he goes all right he goes so i get on the call with chris 
he he says, what do you think? Like, have you tried putting any weight on it yet? And I said, no, like they told me not to. So he goes, all right, dude, here's what I want you to do. I want you to go. Cause it was dark in the room. He goes, go turn your light on. So I go turn the light on and I kind of like, he's like, and don't bring your crutch. Just kind of like put your hand on the desk and get yourself over there and get the light switch. And I'm like, okay, cool. And he said, when did they, and, and then I, and then I'm standing now. Cause he wants me to see, he's like, can you stand up? I go, I don't know. I really didn't know <laughs> if I could stand up and without a crutch. So I stood up and he goes, when did they tell you you can put a hundred percent weight on there? I said, oh, it's not going to be for another couple of weeks. He goes, part of my friends here, but he goes, what do you think you're fucking doing right now? <laughs> and I'm like, dude, like I'm a hundred percent standing at it right now. Right. Then he goes, do some squats. And I'm like, you gotta be kidding me, dude. He's like, no, he's like, I want you to do some squats. So the day after I had got out of my cast, I was still in my boot, mm -hmm. but I was doing body squats and I was standing. Like that was a huge moral mental victory for me right there. It was like, okay, I now know, like I can trust him. I can trust you. Um, and I can trust, you know, what Carrie had told me, everything that I heard opposite of the doctors mm -hmm. was that. And again, then it kind of got me thinking, it was like, go back to the doctor again. This isn't a slam on my surgeon because he right. did a great job. Yep. But this is, they're a one-stop shop. They mm -hmm. fixed the Achilles. It could be a plan built for an 80-year-old. It could be a plan built for a 15-year-old. I'm 43. I need to make a decision for myself. Like, how am I going to approach this? And the only way to do it is to attack it. And that's right there at that moment. I was like, okay, I know what I'm doing now. Let's go as hard as we can mm -hmm. within reason. Listen to my body. And let's roll. Yeah. Well, and I and think that's, that's you, Yeah. And the hands. Um, and the hands. That's kind of old. Those hands. <laughs> well, and that's the, I think that's the other cool thing is, you know, you put myself in contact with Chris and he and I were talking like right off the bat too. Cause I was like, Hey man, like what's, what's kind of your protocol and your thought process after talking to Monty and like, where can I, how can I help? And he said the same thing, you know, let me know what you're seeing. I'll let you know what I'm seeing, what our plan is. And everybody just works, works together from, from the jump. And uh, I think for your mindset, hearing him say that, but more so having him literally tell you to go do a remedial task, like turn a light switch on without, that's what you were thinking about. You weren't thinking about getting up and walking. It just happened. Right. And so then it's, and it's like, okay, like, let's have at it, man. And honestly, there was a huge shift. I remember, I think we first met at body and you walked up the stairs. It was like, yeah, I can do stairs. Cool. All right, <laughs> right? dude. <laughs> like, oh, let's go back down to the gym then. Yeah. Right? And, and that's, that's been the huge, a huge mental shift. And again, I just think the way you've attacked it has yielded the results you're, you're seeing. Um, yeah. What were the... So obviously, like, I'm, I'm interested in this question. So the process is, you know, streamlined, like, this is how it goes, but it's all individualized to the, to the person. Mm -hmm. You've seen very good results, but what are some of, I don't want people to think like it's all just a linear right. increase. So what are some yeah. of the, the hardships? That, I mean, because there were times where, you know, you you're like, oh shit, it's, it's pretty bad today. Uh, what mm -hmm. men mentally, what were those days like for you? Yeah. I mean, they're not easy. I mean, it's, it's frustrating because everybody wants to be a little bit better the next day. Right. And so, you know, there's there, I think inevitably, and, and again, this is my first major injury, but and hopefully my last major injury, <laughs> but uh, you know, it's, it's the, you have to, you have to be able to bounce things off of somebody or talk, 
to somebody, I think along the way. And I think this goes for like a ton of stuff in our, you know, in our world right now in mental health. But mm-hmm. like for me, it was the, the lows were, you know, there was like a day or two, right? It was my legs really sore today. I felt like I took a step backwards. I don't know why. I'm doing everything the right way. Mm-hmm. And your body's just like maybe I and your body might have just been like, dude, chill. Like you're pushing too hard. Um, you know, and some of the stuff we're doing isn't like like if you're a if you're a trained athlete or somebody who works out five to seven days a week, it's not something that is like a normal, this is not a normal thing that you go through. So you're not used to it. And then you can't do certain things. And anytime I can't do something, it becomes very extremely frustrating for me. Um, when I can't do something physically, especially if I could do it the day before and nothing changed, right? you know, like other than maybe I had a workout or I had whatever. And so you get into those lows and it's like, that's where you came into play at times was like, dude, we just need to like massage it out. Like, just let's take a day off and relax. And I think also what I learned was to listen to my body along the way as well and not beat myself up if I'm not hitting rehab as hard as I could have, or Mm -hmm. if I take a day off from the rehab because I just mentally or, or physically don't have it that day. I think that's okay. Like you still like at the end of the day, it's like progress is day to day, but then you want to also evaluate it week to week and month to month. Mm -hmm. And I always have that perspective of looking back to where, where I was on September 27th of 2022, where I was October 13th of 2022 and where I am now, you know, April 13th of 2023. Mm -hmm. Those are like, you have to take that inventory of, of your past in order to look at like what you're building for the future. And that was like the, that I think is like the one thing I learned, but when you're in the moment is very difficult. And I think the best thing to ever do is just talk to somebody about it and, or, you know, talk with you, be like, Hey dude, like everybody goes through this, Mm -hmm. this is normal. And then you kind of get through it, but yeah, there's definitely some times and, you know, I hit the bottle probably a little bit hard too over the last six months. You know, it's, you know, there's, there's coping mechanisms in there. I didn't take pain pills, but you know, I, you know, I drank more probably than normal. And, and mm-hmm. it, it brought me to another point now where I don't anymore. Like I'm That's done drinking. So, yeah. um, you just start learning, you learn, like, if you pay attention to yourself and like be honest with yourself and have that self-awareness, you're going to grow a lot faster and, and be able to get past it. And, and, you can't, you have to cut through bullshit and there's nobody that feeds yourself more bullshit than yourself. Like mm-hmm. everybody word. lies to themselves more than anything because it's, it's, you're not disappointing anybody else, right? It's just yourself. But if you start, if you start just being self-aware and cutting past all of that, you're going to grow a lot faster. And I don't think it matters if it's an injury or anything else in life, just things that I've learned about myself over the last six months that I already knew, but you know, it, it's just a little bit harder to cut through it when you have an injury, you know? Yeah. Well, it's like, uh, rediscovering what you knew was there, but it's just coming more to the forefront because you're kind of put in a tough situation and there's basically two roads to go down, right? Like you can kind of let it crumble or kind of let it defeat you and bring you down or, and there's going to be those moments. I mean, you just talked about it. There's going to be that those times, but it's what you do when that happens. Um, yeah. We're all resilient. We all have the capacity to do that. It's just a matter of doing it. It's what yeah. that's like simplified. Like that yeah. makes it sound easy. I suck at it. Like I, we all go through it, but I mean, there's, you know, sometimes we're too hard on ourselves and then sometimes we're, we're not, you know, and mm-hmm. we're too easy on ourselves. And there's that, there's that medium. And I think it ebbs and flows. Like you said, there's the ebbs and flows mentally throughout this whole process though. 
the workout stuff, you know, as hard as it is, is the easy part mm-hmm. um, because it's just mm-hmm. physical. But the mental aspect of going through a serious injury and, you know, if I did the woe is me stuff, like I would be nowhere near because I want everybody to feel sorry for me. Right. But it becomes about me then. In this case, I looked at it as like, you know, one of the things I thought of while I was sitting on the bench the day I injured it was, how am I going to, how is this going to look to my team? You know, mm-hmm. my my agents, like if I can fight through this, that eliminates their excuses too, you know? So right. it's like, you know, and then it's like, if they look at it the right way too, it's like, hey, shit's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So how do we fight through it? How do we go through it and burn through it? You just, you bulldoze through it sometimes. And that's mm-hmm. a little bit of what I did too. Yeah. And I think that's cool too, is talking about like the team atmosphere, uh, obviously having a team of people you work with and that that's, leadership looks different, right? There's different opportunities to, to lead different ways to lead. So obviously with, with your team, there's a lot of communication, always communicating, always direction like that. But now it's, Hey, some big time injury happened. How's he going to respond? So it's another opportunity that I love that you said that to, to lead more from the forefront, not necessarily by communicating, but just by actions, which is real powerful. Yeah. And if you were ever on a sports team back in the day, or whatever, even if you're on a sports team now and you look at like some of the best leaders, they're not lead by rah, rah, mm-hmm. they're lead by example. And I think, you know, one of my pet peeves is hypocrisy. So I didn't want to be like that. <laughs> I didn't want to be like that guy who's like, you know, saying, Hey, you can do it. You can do it. And then not do it. Or, right. you know, use that as use my Achilles as an excuse um, to not accomplish things. And actually like, I think after I got back from London, and I had the surgery, I had like maybe two of the best work months I've ever had. Mm. Um, I don't know if it just like I, I was dialed in or focused or, you know, I didn't have any distractions because it was a lot harder to walk. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know, you know, it was like, it was just one of those things and you start, you know, I think again, let's like, it's like evaluating yourself, becoming self-aware of who you be- can become and who you are mm. taking some of those traits, allowing yourself to be human too. Like I'm, it's never, none of it's ever perfect, but like it's been, it's been amazing. And like the people who are there, like that people like you and Chris and uh, Jackson who have been, you know, Jackson's done all my laser therapy and he didn't even hesitate. He's like, get in here. We, we're doing this. And it was, that was leadership to me because I, he, he didn't hesitate. He just said, you're coming in, you're doing this. And that's what I did you right. know, because he, he believed in his heart of heart that it was right. When I talk with you, it's different. You and I communicate more because we're setting up a game plan for the day what are our goals to accomplish? And then we take the feedback from what Chris is doing because that's all he does is specialize in Achilles. And we incorporate that into what you and I are doing. So it's been, it's been phenomenal. I mean, I mean, obviously I don't want anybody to go through it if they don't have to, but if they do, hopefully they take the same approach and, you know, build their team and, and, uh, and find the right people that can support them through it. Yeah, no. And that's, that's the most important side. So like from when the surgery happened to where you are now, where are we at? What are we doing? Like, what are you doing? Yeah, dude. I mean, we had our jump test on Tuesday, uh, which is apparently a big deal to like get back to competition. So I think I'm close. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, so I was, I've been sprinting. I mean, in, I mean, what, in four months, we were four doing months. less we than were... four months. We were doing yeah. box jumps. Yep. I was going to say so, it was like three and a um, half, four months. Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. We had to keep counting. Like, are we really, <laughs> I know, are like, we here? like for real or are, yeah. are we kidding ourselves? 
Yeah. So it's been good. I'm not a hundred percent by any means, but in, you know, I, you don't know, I'm, maybe I'll never get back to a hundred percent. My goal obviously, obviously is to be um, stronger and faster. And I think I, I think I'm definitely stronger um, physically. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm definitely stronger mentally too, yes. but um, you know, legs is still going to take a little bit to get back. I'm probably 90% of the way there. I would think, you know, based on the jump test, some, maybe I'm a hundred percent. I don't know, but um, <laughs> yeah. So we're, we're doing well. And um, it's been, like I said, it's I'm back faster than I thought I was. We'll see in the fall when I go back and play quarterback again and <laughs> see if I can maybe get the other one out of the way too right away. But <laughs> Yeah. Right. Let's, let's not, <laughs> let's not do that. Well, we'll get to hang out for another year then. Yeah. Like, right. Um, but no, it's, I mean, again, it's every, you learn, again, I've learned so much throughout this process about me, about, you know, more than I ever thought I would learn about Achilles tendons and, mm-hmm. um, and just rehabbing it in itself. Um, every time I've gotten hurt in the past, it's always like, I'm going to try to come back stronger. I took the same approach this time mm-hmm. and, you know, it's harder at 43 than it was when I was 17, 18, 20, when I had other injuries, but, yeah. um, none of them are surgery related either. So yeah. sprained ankles and, you know wrecked fingers and that kind of thing but right. yeah things are things are good man yeah that's awesome and you know I, I i kind of end things typically by asking people um a couple of questions and i i do have one for you you've given a ton already but i am curious if somebody were to have a big time injury whether it's achilles like acl or just something that's like typically looked at as catastrophic you know mm-hmm. soft tissue wise obviously nothing nothing more crazy than soft tissue um, we don't want to go there, but what would you tell them? Like, what is like step one, get this dialed in before rolling into the surgery for the better outcome? Yeah. I think step one is accept it. You know, mm-hmm. it's you, like, if you don't accept that it's happened and you you're in denial or you, you play the woe is me card, um, you're, you're already set up for failure. Mm-hmm. So just accept it. That's step one. Um, uh, if we want to go further, step two, uh, build your team, talk about it. And, you know, step three is attack it, you know, and that's probably the, it's as simple as you can make it, that those are, you know, if we were to set an outline up, that's the first thing I, I'm glad I did it. You know, I don't know if it just was natural for me to do it that way. And right. I built that way. But the first thing I did was like, shit, I'm getting surgery. I mm-hmm. knew it. So I guess I'm just going to deal with it. How am I going to get home? Right. Right. <laughs> yeah, that was it. <laughs> True. Well, I think the other thing that that's really cool is what, uh, about what you did is you didn't necessarily accept what the surgeon said as like what you wanted to do. It didn't necessarily align with how you wanted to attack it. And you sought out other people that right. were more in line with how you felt and what you wanted to do yeah. and how you wanted to roll. Yeah. And surgeons are there to repair. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. You know, and they, again, they're very, very good at what they did. He did yep. five, five Achilles surgeries that day. So he's very good. But again, they're they're They don't personalize the the game plan. Every mm-hmm. human being's individually different. Like I don't, I didn't have previous injuries, you know, a knee hips, you know, back. I did have back injuries too, but like <laughs> nothing lingering at this moment type of thing. So, you know, you got to get something specialized for who you are as a person. You know, if you're less active than I was before, you know, than, than I was, then your program's probably going to be a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're more active than I was, you probably could possibly come back faster. I'm not the lightest guy either. I'm 250 pounds. So I'm doing all this at, you know, 250. If I was 140, 
you know, holy cow, this would probably be <laughs> a hell of a lot easier. So everybody's going to be different. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, man, it's, uh, it's been very rewarding on my end to work with you. It's, it's super cool. You're somebody I talk about. That's because you got a foot fetish. <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't. Let's make that clear. I don't. Your feet, your feet he are does not. Only mine. Only mine. <laughs> your feet are beautiful. Let me tell you. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's something that your, your story is something I use for others to relate and strive for just because it's been so awesome. I mean, Erica and I, and I mean, even Caitlin, we, we talk every time we walk out of here. It's like, dude, he's just fucking crushing it. And it's, it's been so cool to see. So like, good work, man. I just want you to know, like, it's, it's awesome to see it. And it, it started from the jump. So it's, it's been super cool, super rewarding. And I'm, I'm happy to be part of the team. So yeah, yeah I want you well, to I'm, I'm glad you are too. And, you know, obviously Erica, you know, and Caitlin in there are great. And uh, Emily's had a part of it too. So it's been, uh, it's been very good. And now I've learned like, okay, I'm, I'm what the cool thing about you guys is you're, you're very good at teaching how the body works though, too. So mm -hmm. it's like, not, not my Achilles. We aren't just a hundred percent focused on my Achilles. Now it's like, okay, we got to get everything else balanced out. We got to get everything working. Right. So now we're actually up on working on hips, mm -hmm. um, you know, flexibility. We're doing all that stuff now, which is pretty cool. Um, and I'm starting to see the, you know, starting to see some results in other areas that I, I didn't expect to have happen. So, yeah. um, yeah, kudos to you guys. Well, I mean, it's, uh, not to make this a love fest, but you guys, have been <laughs> yeah, we, awesome. so we can talk about uh, that off camera. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'll make sure you get an extra five minutes with my leg next time. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> awesome, man. Well, Hey, I, I know you're a busy dude, so I appreciate you, uh, coming on and talking, talking about all this stuff. It's been, it's been cool and it'll be fun to track like the next few months too. It's going to be, yeah, it's going to be crazy. I mean, I'm starting to work on, you know, getting that weight down a little bit now mm -hmm. we're working on hips you know i'm sure you got other tricks up your sleeve that we're going to be be doing some other things that you're going to torture me with and yeah and uh it'll be fun and by the way he does torture you but it uh, you always feel way better afterwards <laughs> cool cool all right dude well yeah and, uh, i would say again. this too if anybody if anybody ever wants to talk or it has yeah. you know has that i'm i'm available so feel free to reach out to me um, especially now on Achilles stuff, you know, I can, if you would like I, more be, information you know, about us, I can't do what Trevor does or have, what Chris or, or you know, Jackson does, but or if you have a contact, um, you know, I can be that good guest for this. I can podcast. be that guy that just kind Please of, send us you know, an email says, at info Hey, this, at this is what happened with me. This is how you can do it. You know, just from my experience and maybe I can help you get through it a little bit easier. Just like Carrie did for me. No, it's, that's awesome. And that's, if you're comfortable with it, we'll put info out, but that's, that's helpful, man. Yeah. That's there's there's more out there that need that side of it. So for sure, that's super yep. cool. That's what I'm here for. Awesome, awesome. Well, thanks again, dude. You bet, buddy. All right, guys, and we will uh, talk with you next time.